Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Welcome into another episode of College Basketball Recruiting Weekly. It is rankings week here at 24-7 Sports, and that means we have a mini episode coming out three times this week. This is the last of those three as we focus on the class of 2026. Now, what does it mean to be ranked as a high school sophomore? Not really a whole heck of a lot. And we're the people who do the rankings. So to put it in perspective, because that's most important here, if you are one of the 80 players who has been recognized this early on in the process, congratulations. But what is most important, far more important than seeing your name on that list, is that you approach it with humility, that you continue to work hard, harder than you ever have before, in fact, and take your games to new levels and understand that you really haven't achieved anything yet. All you have is a little bit more of an opportunity than the next guy because your talents are obvious at an early age, so congratulations for that. If you are one of the players who was not ranked yet, please recognize that the vast majority of players who have gone on to stardom, whether it's in college basketball or the NBA, have not yet been identified by the time they are sophomores in high school. So this is just the first step of the first lap in the race. There is a lot of basketball left to go, so whether you are on this list or not, keep it all in perspective. With that in mind, I'm going to turn the rest of the show over to my colleagues, Eric Bossy, Travis Branham, and Brandon Jenkins to break down the best of who we know about thus far in the class of 2026. Obviously, we've got a new number one in the class of 2026 with Brandon McCoy, switching spots with Tyron Stokes. Brandon, I want to go to you on this one first. What was it about Brandon McCoy that ultimately we decided to give them the edge for the number one spot? Yeah, I think it was his combination of production and upside. You know, Bossy, I know me and you went to go watch him at the Damian Classic. And I think he not only wowed folks just with his athleticism and his feel for the game, but also his ability just to check all boxes on the floor just to help his team win games. I mean, I think we ranked him as a point guard, but there were times where he was playing off the ball and he was still able to make a leave a huge imprint on the game without him even having the ball in his hands throughout the whole entire time. And then when you factor in his ability to guard the ball, um, whether he's guarding off the ball or, you know, getting stops while guarding his man, I think he takes pride in locking down on the defensive end. Um, he knows how to get stops. He has active hands and he, he just plays with a certain level of aggression on both ends of the floor that just makes you believe that he can maintain this spot moving forward. Now, obviously, I know that there's two years to go and he, you know, he has a lot of pressure on him, but he's one who I think, you know, cares about putting the work in and I think he's going to be one that makes us look smart for banking on him at this point in time. Yeah, no doubt. He's got a certain maturity about him that is really obvious and plain to see. And that's really special. When we're talking about young guys, you know, there's no need to get too high or too low on these rankings right now because they're so young. But, you know, obviously, Travis, I want to turn to you on this. With Tyron, when you make that move and you drop down a spot from number one to number two, certainly the race is far from over and he's still a super talented guy. What could Tyron Stokes do to maybe turn it kind of back in his favor and get him back into the top spot? I think the thing he can improve most on is just becoming more consistent and reliable. And a lot of that will have to do with just becoming a more mature basketball player. 
we've watched so much of Tyron in this prolific team this year and over the, uh, over the uh, the summer, um, and, and it's becoming evident. One bad play out of Tyron can really impact the next two or three plays at this stage. Um, and so that's something we're going to be monitoring and would like to see him uh, come more out. And just like you said, these kids are young. They still got a long way to go, a lot of maturing to do both on and off the court. Um, so Tyron's got time on his side. And like you said, it's still a super talent. Um, and just offensively, things that I'd also like to see is just continue to tighten his handle. I think you can see him get a little loose and sloppy with it, especially when he's trying to use his left hand a little bit more. And then as always across the board with every single player can always become a better shooter, more reliable, more consistent from three. Um, so just a variety of things, but really uh, to me, honing in on that maturity and not letting one bad play uh, out of him or a teammate or anybody like that, allowing that to impact the next play or the next two or three after. Yeah, no doubt. And especially because with Tyron, he's a guy that, we can all see the physical talent, the athleticism, the ability to even as a sophomore muscle up on guys. And one thing that he can really turn to more is the guy is a gifted playmaker for others when he's engaged and on top of things. And that's a place where he can develop is when maybe his jump shot's not falling or he's having a little trouble getting into the rim. Turn and start making plays for other and returns. It'll do some things easier for him now streaming on paramount plus gather your besties we are very exclusive and get ready mom go make snacks for sure regina yeah for the movie that hits like a bus in a good way no one died mean girls made it pg-13 now streaming on paramount plus now now moving on both of those guys are in california right the state of california at least early on is looking like it might be a really special class not only do you have those guys in the top two spots in the class, we've got Elijah Renas at number four, Jason Crow at number five, and Taja Riza at number 10. So we've got five kids from the state of California, four of them in SoCal. Well, actually, I guess three of them in SoCal because both um, Rand McCoy is actually from Oakland, even though he's playing in SoCal. But regardless, five Californians in the top 10. You know, let's work through. We've got Taja Riza at number 10. Travis, tell us a little bit about Taj and what makes him stand out. Well, of course, he is the son of Trevor Ariza. When you see him uh, with his dad on the sidelines, I mean, you you can tell where he gets these genetics. Six foot six, six foot seven, big wing, long arms, great athlete, very fluid, and also has explosiveness. Uh, skilled ball handler, um, very comfortable putting the ball in the deck and making plays off the bounce. Knockdown shooter from three, shows flashes of ability and feel as a playmaker and passer. This is a kid that when we uh, fast forward here in about another year towards the end of summer, he can make a jump up into this top five and we could see California just owning this top five. But uh, the one thing that we're really wanting to see more out of him, and it's been the case for the last year and a half, two years, but again, talking about young players, uh, is just his overall motor and aggression out on the court. There's a lot of times you'll go out there and watch him. He's just out there kind of coasting and floating around. But he's always good for about one or two plays, even when he's playing, uh, uh, he's coasting like he can. You'll always be good for one or two super highlight plays where he'll just catch you by surprise. Maybe it's in transition. I remember one time going behind the back and just rising up from monster dunk. Um, so just all the talent, all the tools are there. It's just a, now a matter of just piecing it all together and just playing with the consistent, consistent motor and competitiveness. Brandon, I know you got a chance to see Jason Crow during the winter. We sent you over. You went over there and watched him on your own while we were out at the Damien Classic. 
after Christmas. What about him makes him a top five player in the class at this point? Yeah, you know, it's crazy because you you see Jason Crow on social media and he always exposed for these big, you know, 40 and 50 point games. You know, at this point, I think it's easy to it's safe to say that 40 and 50 point games, he gets those with regularity playing with the, his Linwood High School team. Um, but the thing that stands out to me was the other settings that I've seen him in, you know, prior to the high school season, watching him at USA Basketball, seeing how lethal he is as a shooter, seeing him, you know, co compete with other great players, you know, with his high school. He has a very high usage rate. He, he faces double, triple teams, boxes and ones, you know, things of that nature, and he's still able to get his game off. But it was good to see him at USA Basketball where he can play along like talent and also get his game off playing on and off the ball. He's a really great shooter. Um, he's seen a lot of defensive coverages, so he knows how to score the ball against various defenses from all three levels of the floor. Um, you know, you mentioned the pedigree with uh, Taj Ariza. He has a pedigree of his own. His dad played high-level college basketball and was a professional in his own right. You know, so he's getting coached well. I think he has enough feel for the game for even if he does continue to, you know, play in high usage rates, he has enough basketball feel to know what to play how to know how to play with other like talent and also, you know, how to thrive in you know, consistently pre be productive on the offensive end. And no doubt, and he does it, he plays fast at all times, too. His ability to process at full speed is something else. Now, we've got another son of an NBA player with Elijah Arenas, who's checking in at number four overall. Elijah is a, a six-foot-five shooting guard, the son of Gilbert Arenas, who everybody knows was a big-time scorer in his day, and, and certainly, you know, <laughs> he's got those same characteristics as his dad. Now he's not playing at like a big name high school or anything like that. He's at his local school in Chatsworth. But again, just he's another that's just putting up absurd numbers. As a sophomore in high school, 40-point games, 50-point games are things that he does on the regular, and he makes it look easy. He's got tremendous size. He's got long arms. I think he's a lot more athletic than people have really given him credit for being not just in like a layup line or open floor flashy kind of way, but in a, when he's in tight spaces and when he's getting bumped and things like that, he's got functional athleticism, strength to fight through those things. You combine that with the ability to score at all three levels, a tight handle and all the confidence in the world. And you've got a guy who, you know, we can see is really not just a name, you know, he's, he's got the game to back it all up and certainly another exciting guy that we're going to keep track of in the state of California moving forward. All right, everybody, thank you, as always, for watching College Basketball Recruiting Weekly in the special rankings mini-episodes this week. We started on Monday with the class of 2024. On Wednesday, it was 2025. And today, Friday, it is 2026. Make sure you see all those updated rankings and all of the content around them on the site, 247sports.com. And keep it locked right here on the 24-7 Sports channel for much more video content in the coming days and weeks ahead. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.